Hi, welcome to the Lazaro Hive. I'm Ryan Lazaro. And I'm Matt Lazaro, the taller, good-looking one. And this is the Lazaro Podcast. <laughs> like all podcasts, sponsored, well, our podcast is always going to be sponsored by Lazaro, Lazaro Nutrition. Nutrition. And we're going to have a feature product today, Ryan? Yes, might as well. Yes. We have one right here. Today's feature product is the Titan Pure Greens. Here we go. This greens product is packed. Packed with greens. <laughs> Real talk, though, if you don't like eating all your vegetables like me, and if you cannot tolerate all your vegetables like, like me, yes, this is actually a really useful thing to get additional vitamins and minerals. And that kind of segues into our main topic of the day amongst a couple, which is food sensitivities. And uh, I think a good person to lead this is Ryan, Mr. Hive Boy. <laughs> it doesn't exist. No. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I, I, I think that there are a subset of the population that definitely has sensitivities to certain foods. And then there's also a bunch of people who think they have a bunch of sensitivities to foods. Um, but um, Ryan and I actually legitimately do. Yeah, and, I think uh, for um, as long as I can remember, I've been struggling with hives or rashes and breakouts and scratching myself till I bleed. <laughs> um, I mean, it's for real. I go to school bandaged up on my arms yeah. and behind my knees. And I don't know why, but it's, you know, I think back then there was not the proper technology or knowledge out there to assess it properly. And they just said, hey, go to the doctor. and Yeah. Go get some uh, allergy shots and take this allergy medicine and take Benadryl every day. Yeah, they wanted you hopped up on antihistamines, basically, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a... I actually started uh, making some dietary changes quite quickly. Um, probably when my son was born, almost 12 years ago. Uh, that's when I actually started removing certain foods. Uh, and that, that made a pretty significant impact in my I would say my total health because like Ryan like I, I didn't have the like the eczema style uh, things that came up that, that he had but more like straight up hives like red itchy swelling I uh, told him the, the getting swollen was not just from the workouts <laughs> I had to get that checked out <laughs> what about the other swelling that you get when I take that liquid nitro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We can't stop talking about that product, right? So anyway, so um, totally lost my train of thought. But going back to um, well, one of the common things that I found uh, that I struggled with as long as I can remember was some of the digestive issues. You know, a lot of bloating, a lot of, a lot, a lot of irregularity. Um, going to the bathroom too much and maybe not enough sometimes. It was just kind of all over the place. And, and a lot of it was eventually rooted in some of the foods I was eating and probably the, the amount of food too, arguably. Yeah, I agree. It took me a little over a decade longer to make those adjustments. In other words, he means to listen to A little to more advice. stubborn. At, um, <laughs> it's not like we could have the same problem. We're not brothers. <laughs> Why would why would his solution be my solution, right? Why, why would it be so similar when we share so much genetic likeness? That's yeah, true, true. But, but yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, our mom actually is the one that has, like, she's allergic to everything practically. We always joke around and say she's allergic to life. I, I still think to this day she's still not listening. Um, she does sometimes. A little bit. You know, and she'll tell us. Until she gets flared up again. Yeah, and then she won't tell us that. And if you're listening, you need to start. You need to take, get back on track. Take your son's advice. Mom. Yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, with, Ryan, what, what, what did you notice the, that was the most, um, the biggest change when you start removing what food? Uh, anything that contained gluten in it, that was probably the biggest factor. Yeah. Um, a lot of sensitivity to fruits as well, actually. I would consume certain fruits or certain beverages that had fruit in it and would get numbing and tingling in my lips and uh, <laughs> cough and yeah, just, well, just weird much. concerning things. And it's like, hey, let me probably pop a Benadryl just in case. Yeah. A little too much sugar in your tank, huh? This is serious. <laughs> I could have died. <laughs> but okay. yeah, cutting out a lot yeah. of the, lot of the food that contained gluten. Um, and what was the other one? Sunflower oil, right? Uh, are you trying to give people a way to kill me? <laughs> you trying to tell them everything I'm allergic to? <laughs> we didn't have to go there. <laughs> you don't want to give. Yeah, oh, but like yeah. most commonly things like peanut butter as well. I mean, that's a lot of people are sensitive to that. And this is one of your girls, one of the girls. At least she was. I don't know. Sometimes they grow out of it. Are you only yeah. talking about organic peanut butter or both peanut butters? Like, I mean, regular peanut butter, the processed one, like GP and uh, what's the other one, Skippy? Or are you talking about also the the natural butter, the one the, the where the fat separates from the from the actual peanut butter? All peanuts. All peanuts in general. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't have that issue with peanuts. Um, most of them, to my understanding, I don't have any sensitivities to Your head looks like one. Yeah. Your face is going to look like one. <laughs> so, uh, gluten was a, was a main one for me. Uh, I noticed that eating corn never really ha I had an issue. Um, recently, I've accidentally ate real cookies because um, people thought I was joking. And I didn't have <laughs> have any issue with it after, but uh, I don't want to test those waters anymore. Um, dairy, dairy has always been an issue for me, and um, unfortunately, Ryan's okay with it. I love my cheese. <laughs> Ryan, do you want to tell him about your nacho cheese addiction? I mean, what's there to say? <laughs> bag a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> a bag. <laughs> yeah, bag. Eat it's the cheese and promote the breeze. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, you fart. <laughs> but well, no. Yeah, I can't tolerate dairy that much. So, well, that's the thing. It's like when you notice that you're consistently having issues that arise derived from your stomach, as in the sense that you're bloated, you're having you know excessive gas, uh, either going to the bathroom too often, not going to the bathroom very, uh, at all, becoming constipated, skin issues. A lot of these things are directly linked to your gut health and yeah. specifically what you eat. Um, also, one of the interesting things is, is, is it could also be related to how much of it you're eating. There's a tolerance to it, you know. Yeah, that's everything in moderation, proportion balance all one and the same 
Uh, I don't really like that term, moderation. <laughs> it's overused. That's it is, it, it is. is. It is. People yeah. are like, well, I moderately drink. And I'm like, what compared to well, Yeah, I guess to their own standard. Yeah. So. so there is no moderation, guys. It's just, you guys got to find those thresholds. But overall, you know, I always recommend if you need, if you're constantly dealing with some weird skin issues or digestive issues, you know, considering a, a, a food elimination style diet where you start removing stuff, it's definitely helpful. Yeah. Look into your gut health. What are you consuming? When are these uh, reactions happening? What? Keep log. I mean, honestly, the only way you're going to know what's going on, just like with tracking your diet is we've got to write down what you're eating, when you ate it, yeah. how your body's responding to it. Um, Stress is a huge factor too, but also if you're consuming food that is causing more inflammation in your body, that's going to contribute to your body being more stressed out. Uh, sleep, eating too late. Um, eating three pounds of tri-tip before bed, probably not good, right? It promotes an anabolic state. <laughs> <laughs> is that how your arms got so big? <laughs> no, that's CrossFit. That's CrossFit. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. Um, how how many diets have you guys tried in the past? Just just for a goof, you know, like okay, I want to try it out just to see how it feels. Okay, back uh, longer than a month. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, back uh, well over because I've been doing this for about this will be my 18th year this year. Um, so more or less, I dabbled with let's call them diets maybe like 15 years ago, maybe up to about 10 years ago. And a diet would be, well, what I would classify as a diet is any descriptive matter that, that has a, a set amount of rules based on restriction, whether that means you should only eat this or you should not eat that, right? So I'd oh, say, this or that diet. <laughs> yeah, well, that's your diet right now. <laughs> no, but, but, but in, all, in all fairness, I tried... Um, ton of those standards um just for the sake of trying it you know and for me i had a ton of success in terms of uh of let's say quality of foods overall it was more more the primal paleo-esque paleo-esque uh autoimmune approach um because what, what what that did was it eliminated the majority of processed foods it's not that you know, I, I can criticize that, that style of dieting beyond belief, but, but overall, when you start eliminating a bunch of foods that are extremely refined, you're going to end up eating fewer calories overall, and if you're having a high-protein diet anyways, that's always beneficial. But, you know, I mean, that, that was one of the first things I did as a shotgun approach to eliminate a lot of potential, uh, potential uh, food sensitivity issues I had. Um, yeah, I tried veganism, vegetarianism, Mediterranean diet, like just, just to try it, um, but not with the intention of accomplishing anything. Because I don't think they, I don't think any of them accomplish anything. But that, that's for a whole nother. I just got off the seafood diet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to get back on track. Yeah, it is. And we just it had is. our. Um, how much do you think the, how much. Uh, problems with eating like eating habits did the pandemic cause because you know a lot of people changed their lifestyles drastically and you know the your eating habits basically are going to change your life the way you know depending on how you change them how much you think how bad the effect from the pandemic on health habits uh was it yeah i feel like a lot of people went to comfort mode mm -hmm. during that time um so 
also a lot of people bought non-perishable foods that they have a lot of and (laughs) consume now so they don't waste it pretty pissed off when they bought all the rice i'm like oh my gosh i know you fuckers don't eat all the rice come on like, rice I shortage this, i have shortage of rice you know, <laughs> I, have I have to buy that indian rice what is it the, oh i love that stuff yeah the left that was the leftover you know yeah well, that's good stuff but don't tell don't tell nobody <laughs> i got a few 50 <laughs> oh, pounder those. sacks i bought those for you huh i mean i'm guessing you that's, guys that, those are done. Oh, yeah. yeah. We bought like uh, 200 pounds of rice because. Oh, hell yeah. Well, everyone kept buying yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't know what was yeah. going to happen. And I was like, I just didn't want to have to go to the store because yeah. people are morons. But but I, I would say one of the things that was a really crazy um, uh, statistic was that alcohol consumption went up over 200%. Mm. So people, I, I didn't realize people enjoyed drinking at home so much. Like, yeah, I mean, that was, that's, you talk about the extreme amount of calorie consumption that just comes from wine and whatever else that they're consuming, because it's not like they're, they're, uh, it's not like people were intentionally watching their diets per se. I'd say the yeah. vast majority of people were ordering Grubhub and, you know, pounding a couple bottles of wine a day. Yeah, it was, everything was based on convenience. It was like, hey, don't go out. So, okay, I'll order food to come to my doorstep, or I'll go through drive through or I'll, yeah. I'll just make do with whatever is most convenient instead of just cook my own food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the alcohol consumption. That's that was a huge part of p- people's struggle is not realizing how many calories are in alcohol. your beverages in general. Any beverage, may that be. Um, how many people do you think became alcoholics over the last eighteen months? <laughs> it depends if they. Use the term oh, moderation. Moderation. <laughs> I what, what is their categorized? So you want to know something? I, I, here's, a, here's a purely, this is anecdotal observation from my clients, right? So um, just like all businesses, we saw like a, a, a decline overall followed by a big surge because there was, a, you know, the, all the shutdowns and that made a big, uh, um, it, it was a pretty negative effect on all businesses. Um, but one of the things I noticed when I had, uh, people coming back and signing up and getting new clients is that they all were uh, all, all of them were, were drinking in excess like and it wasn't even something that they were even in denial about they were very much like yeah I drink uh, you know in the afternoon late afternoon and at night and it just became crazy just because consistent habit yeah and and um, and on top of that it was it was there was not much food preparation going on because uh, there are a lot of them are working remote. I, I would I would say the vast majority of my online clients all work remote, and their struggle their struggle was uh, pretty extreme in that sense of they couldn't stop consuming food and alcohol. Yeah, you know, it just it, it's it's tapered quite a bit already because now people are out living mostly normal. Yeah, getting out, mostly. getting back outdoors again. Um. Getting back into the gyms, getting back to routine. Um, a lot of people took longer than they expected to rebound back to their. Oh yeah, what they were normally doing. Honestly, there's a lot of people barely coming out of that right now too. I mean, we're yeah. over 18 months in, and I'm still getting new inquiries, and they're they're finally getting to a point where they're like, "Hey, I need to really change something because my health has declined yeah. by a lot." You know. 
And the, the age groups of these uh, these clients are gonna they're all ranging from you know mid twenties to yeah, pretty young mid fifties even. But yeah, the younger the younger generation just seems to be taking it the worst. I feel like yeah, a lot of them are waiting for something more severe to happen to really give them that rude awakening to really take that initiative to actually do something take back their health ultimately yeah yeah that's true it's uh i always i always tell my clients that it's, it's your health has to become yes becomes a part of that responsibility that you feel and a, an easy comparison is like actually it's, a, it's kind of a saying i heard online it was great it's like you know you're willing to die for your children but what do you you're not willing to live for them Right, and that yeah. one should hit home with a lot of people because, yeah. you know, it's like you're you're willing to die for them, but you're not willing to do these little things every single day, simply because of what, right? Yeah. Like, simply because of inconvenience, simply because of lack of confidence in something, simply because of I don't know a whole slew of maybe excuses that we even talked about. Yeah, and it's, it's not easy by any means, but you need to start taking that step in the right direction and. One day at a time, make improvements, write it down, uh, have a goal, have short-term goals, long-term goals. You have to have a plan. Yeah, but first and foremost, you just got to be able to ag- admit where you're actually failing. And that, yeah. Or I wouldn't call it failing, but just be able to understand where's that, where's that breakdown yeah. in, in, in what's going on, right? Yeah. But, I agree. Yeah. But what, what else? What else would you observe, Ryan? Like, we had... I mean, we, we were very fortunate, you know, business kept coming in and, you know. I mean, a lot of it's the people connecting with people again. Getting the community back together has played a huge role in people taking care of their health and their wellness as being around more individuals. And I think that's that's where a lot of people lost hope is when they told them, stay home, don't see anyone. Yeah. But also, not only did people stop seeing people, they stopped communicating even on social media platforms like everyone just kind of shut down and closed them close themselves out i think they just wanted to argue on social media yeah but more or less yeah <laughs> actually they did want to argue on social media it was, it was like, quite okay, entertaining well, come see me in person <laughs> <laughs> no 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 six feet six feet <laughs> <laughs> oh man um you know uh Kind of going back to some of the food sensitivity things, I, I people that legitimately have food sensitivities, um, you know, the food industry really, it's it's interesting because they really created an entirely new junk food market. Yeah. Like the gluten-free, um, gluten-free foods make up like a, I think it's like an 18 to $20 billion industry of just gluten-free treats. Well, if they <laughs> didn't come out with gluten-free stuff that tastes so amazing... I would have kept off the extra 10 pounds. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, initially, I just cut out everything. Breads and pastas and no pastries and no donuts and <laughs> no to this, no to that. Like, the restaurants didn't have alternatives yet. Yeah. And, and now it's like, oh, hey, there's a gluten-free bakery. There's a gluten-free bread and bagels and yeah, yeah everything. And, I mean, if anything, there's more calories in it. That's yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Yeah. Like gluten-free donuts probably have an extra hundred calories to them because of, yeah. they're not just using they're, they're very flour. Dense. They're usually adding additional types of fats in them, and and it's. I think I think what happens is people get this mindset that they have uh, these uh, 
alternatives to normal junk food that they're justifying themselves to yeah, eat. Gluten-free right? doesn't mean it's healthier. doesn't mean that it's no well, sugar in it. Well, let's talk about the other ones. Vegetarian, vegan, paleo, yeah. keto. You know, there's, there's all these terms that are used uh, as a marketing ploy to get people to, to, um, to purchase, yeah. right? Um, impulsively purchase. Because and it still comes down to how much you're eating of it. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, too, uh, if you're concerned with body composition overall, like how much body fat you have, uh, the quality of muscle that you have, um, you know, processed foods generally are not the best thing. Yeah. You know, I, I will always look leaner and more fit when I'm not consuming nearly as much of that in the same caloric value and the same macro range, too. I thought you were going to say leaner and more fit than me. Well, I am leaner. <laughs> Let's run the in body. We're going to run the in body. Who has bigger arms? Uh, the in body says the I body do. body says you do, <laughs> do they visually? <laughs> we'll do a little showdown on one of our future episodes. What, are we going to fight? <laughs> oh, we're going to flex off. Yes. As long as we can show our abs. <laughs> Working on that part. We're going to have some competitions. Don't worry. Me and Ryan uh, uh, compete with each other. We're not perfect. You know, it's well. You're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not either. I, I, you guys see when I post up some of the foods that I eat, and it's definitely I do it to show you guys I'm actually no, well, you know, I, real. I think you guys are the sample of uh, just uh, what's it called of of being able to maintain it. What would be the word? Um, maintain this, you know, the diet. Not, it's not, you're not, you guys aren't dieting it anymore. This is you guys. How you, this is how you guys live life now. I mean, Ryan needs to diet, but all seriously, you know, because yeah. we're talking to regular people. Yeah, most of them, not all of them, but we're more know, in the maintenance yeah, mode overall. Exactly, but you know, yeah. you, you guys are the perfect case study and example of the the where you want to get to. Yeah. Well, you know, we've spent many years that, building that foundation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, you guys are. This is what happens. You guys are able to maintain. You guys are able to indulge from time to time. You guys aren't indulging all the time either. No. You guys are mindful. You guys are. You guys got rich the balance. That's yeah. what you got. And that's what people want. Well, to our version. You know, this is what I tell my clients. I tell them like, we, you have to figure out your version of sustainability, right? And that that looks really different to many people because if I describe my day to a normal person that doesn't live inside of a gym practically, um, it sounds very unsustainable. Right. And yeah. And, and if I say I want to, you know, maintain 10 percent body fat year round uh, for most people, probably unsustainable. But for me, it's nothing right now. Like it's just my normal choices that, that all kind of equate to how how my life uh, just flows. Yeah, just uh, every day. Wake up. This is my routine. Yep. ABC. Yep. And then and- I get invited to parties and <laughs> life. Life happens. Kids uh, don't finish their food. and Ryan has to finish the kids' food. Yeah. Don't want to waste. No wasting. Well, you know, those, those are those little <laughs> extra calories. That builds up on you and uh, backfires eventually. Maybe you should do more zone two cardio. <laughs> Where are we at in time? So right now we're at about 23 minutes. Okay. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> Any answers? <laughs> yeah, we're good. You guys are um, good. Okay. I mean, we have. I mean, yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go doing? soon. That's why. Uh, but five I mean, minutes, good. Yeah, we could do more. Five more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Go ahead. I mean, you go when we say you go. All right, guys. I'm just saying. Right, I'm sorry. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> They're not letting me go. <laughs> no, no. If we if we want to cut it, we can cut it. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. I mean, you guys want to log out, plug in, do the plugins, advertisements. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Lazaro Hive, where we strive <laughs> and thrive. There we go. Yeah, buddy. All right, guys. Have a good one.